Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of A1 Insights. I'm your host, Sophia Navard, and today we're celebrating Nurses Week. We'll be joined by Dr. Sandy Cesario, our current A1 president, and later we'll sit with A1 president-elect Dr. Shakira Henderson, and we'll close out the segment with our very own Dr. Shawana Moore. Stay tuned as each of our guests will share their personal stories of nursing resilience and the ways in which they'll be celebrating Nurses Week this year. Let's get started. All right, now let's welcome our current A1 president, Dr. Sandy Cesario. Sandy, thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, and thank you for having me. All right. And uh, so tell us a bit about yourself and your clinical nursing background. Besides being the A1 president, which is uh, such a highlight of my career, Mm -hmm. um, I am the PhD program director for the College of Nursing for Texas Women's University on all three of our campuses in Denton, Dallas, and Houston. Mm -hmm. But as far as my background in nursing, I started with a diploma program. And it's somewhat significant because um, when I was in high school searching what, what do I want to do? I knew I wanted to do nursing, but I didn't know where. I compared all the different programs and I chose a diploma program because I, the difference I saw was you could teach if you had mm-hmm. one of these other degrees. And I said, oh, I'll never teach. So I'm going to go to a diploma program. <laughs> well, um, from I really uh, relish having that background and my skills, built my skills, got my start and um, maternal newborn uh, nursing from day one. That was what I wanted to do, and that is what I did for my whole professional career. Mm-hmm. I uh, eventually got my bachelor's and master's and ultimately my PhD. Um, but my clinical background, I have worked in uh, a number of places in very rural areas Mm-hmm. with very small hospitals, 30-bed hospitals, to where I am now in the, a major medical center in Houston. Um, Texas Medical Center is the largest uh, medical center in the world with 54 different institutions, all within a couple square miles. And mm-hmm. it's just a delight. I um, Some highlights of my career, I've lived in seven different states and worked with many diverse populations. I, um, in Wisconsin, I work with primarily an African-American population. I worked for Indian Health Service in Oklahoma, which is a Native American preference employer. Um, Mm. So it was fabulous experience. When I was in New Mexico, um, my uh, colleagues were primarily Hispanic. Uh, The city I lived in was about 98% Hispanic. And a matter of fact, on my daughter's birth certificate, it said she was Hispanic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, the diverse populations that I've worked with in all different levels of obstetrical nursing from the very lowest um, level of acuity in a rural setting to very high acuity and uh, level four nurseries where they do complex surgeries. So Mm -hmm. I have just a very broad, both geographic um, diversity as far as culture, ethnicity, and um, I've, I've, I've just loved my career. Awesome. Thank you so much for all your work, Sandy. Thank you. All right. So now as we celebrate Nurses Week, uh, tell us about a nurse who's made a strong impact in your life. 
A person, I think, that's made the strongest impact, although this is a very hard question because there are so many people who impacted my lives. I've li- life, I've lived in so many different locations and in different roles from educator to uh, bedside nurse to uh, researcher and policy making. I, there's just so many different roles and different people had different um, uh, roles in shaping my background. But there's one person that stands out, and her name is Paulette. She uh, actually was a faculty member at the University of Oklahoma when I was a master's student. And she was, I say, the turning point in my career. I feel I was a very strong clinician. I, you know, I could start that IV. I could do all those, you know, skills as, as a nurse. Uh, my master's degree focused on education, which is, I think, interesting mm-hmm. because I was sure I was never going to go into education, but that is what my uh, master's degree is in, is maternity nursing and uh, education. But this person really pushed me. She invited me as a a master's student. I only had a bachelor's degree. I I was a master's student, and she included me on a research team with other faculty at the University of Oklahoma, which gave me a taste for that research part Um, She hired me as a graduate teaching assistant to teach courses. She really gave me every opportunity to develop my career and was influential in the choice I made to go forward with a PhD and then ultimately work in academia for the last 20 years. Um, She was just a role model of um, compassion uh, she had all those nursing, caring attributes. She very seldom got flustered. She always had a smile on her face. She gave you things that are a little bit beyond what your your comfort zone, not too much that you got frustrated, but enough to stretch uh, you to make you grow and um, move on with your career in nursing and have the confidence I can do this. I can teach. I can do research. I can make a difference mm-hmm. in policy decisions. So she was just the strongest influence in, in my life overall, although I, I can't uh, say <laughs> thank you enough to everybody who's touched my life. And my, my current dean, uh, Rosalie Maness, um, is a real go-getter, and she continues to push us to cutting edge of education and research. So those people that give you that confidence and you know you can do it uh, are the people who shape shape my life. And in education, that impacts countless uh, lives by educating nurses that go in all different directions, all different specialties. Uh, If that's at the bachelor's level, master's or doctoral, I teach at all all levels. And I love knowing how many people are impacted by uh, an educator. All right. So as we come to a close uh, for this segment, any parting thoughts? You know, how are you going to be celebrating Nurses Week? Oh, my goodness. I got to come up with some great celebrations. Um, In the middle of the the medical center where I am with so many different institutions, they all celebrate in different ways. And I just love that. Um, they're very welcoming of our students mm-hmm. and our faculty. So not only at my own home institution, my university, where we usually do, there's always food involved, of course. I think this year we're going to do Sundays, you know, where you can make your own Sunday. Um, 
but we've had things in the past like a um, five-minute massage and just the recognition in newsletters and uh, to really highlight and showcase what what nurses do. But all of our affiliate uh, institutions, both academic and clinical, have all kinds of things going on from fairs to promote your, your career to connecting with policymakers to, you know, of course, luncheons and uh, banners and signs. Uh, we were one of the areas where the Blue Angels flew over during COVID to thank nurses. And I would love to see that again. That was just awesome. Um, so uh, I, I just want nurses to know how much they are appreciated. Hang in there. I think the pandemic is, isn't over, but I do think we have a handle on it. And I think things will become more organized, more calm, settle down. Um, we have ways to manage it. We have vaccines. We have uh, treatments. We have much more testing. I think we're turning that corner, and that has been such a stressor on nurses the last couple couple of years. So please hang in there. I see better times ahead, and I hope you have a wonderful Nurses Week. Awesome, and we'll see you in Denver, Sandy. Absolutely. Please come to the president's party uh, that's themed around the world. So come dressed as uh, whatever culture you feel you want to represent. That could be your ethnic backgrounds in your home country uh, where your roots are. Or it could also be the culture of your hospital or your, your unit where you can come as a team and sh share the culture of your um, clinical colleagues. Uh, it, it can be interpreted mm -hmm. in so many ways, but the theme is around the world, and I hope to see you there. Awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> I hope you're there, too. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> you know I will be. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate your time. Thank you for all you do. And, um, you know, we'll see you in a, like, yes, very two soon. now. So thank you again, Sandy. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Hi, this is Jennifer Helwig, Senior Managing Editor of Nursing for Women's Health. And I want to say a big thank you to all the nurses out there as we celebrate this Nurses Week. I am particularly grateful for all the nurses who engage with and contribute to Nursing for Women's Health. The readers, the reviewers, the authors, the editorial board members, and the editors. We could not do it without you. Thank you so much and happy Nurses Week. All right, and at this time, let's welcome Dr. Shakira Henderson. I thank you so much for joining us today, Shakira. Thank you, Sophia. All right, my pleasure. All right, tell us a bit about yourself and your clinical nursing background. So I'm Shakira Henderson. I am the president-elect for 2023 for AWAN. I always say my nursing prescription is neonatal nursing. I kind of shy away from labor and delivery. I know the majority of AWAN nurses are labor and delivery nurses, and I bow to you, but I am a neonatal nurse. 
in my day-to-day job, I'm a researcher. I know people run, are in researches to run, but I have run two research. In my day job, I currently serve as the Assistant Vice Chancellor for Clinical Research at UNC Chapel Hill. I'm also the Vice President Research Officer at UNC Health and the Clinical Research Integration Officer at the UNC School of Medicine. So all day, every day, I dabble in research and work with nurses to be able to move nursing research and clinical research as a whole forward. I'm really excited to be able to be with you today, here with you today, Sophia. Awesome. Thank you so much, Shakira. And thank you for all of your work. We appreciate you. All right. And as we celebrate Nurses Week, um, can you tell me about a nurse who's made a strong impact in your life, you know, or a nurse who's currently making a difference within the perinatal space? Sure. So I live in North Carolina now, but Florida will always have my heart. So this question brings me back to my Florida days. And I'm going to talk about a nurse who's made a strong impact on my A1 career and in my life as an A1 nurse, because I literally would not be here without her. And that nurse is Maureen Paul, Mm -hmm. because she kind of voluntold me (laughs) into A1. So Maureen was a mother baby nurse and I was a NICU nurse. I had just become a NICU nurse, I guess one year, and I had been promoted to charge nurse and then a nurse educator. I know that might be shocking to some, but I was a super dedicated to being the best NICU nurse that I could be. And so I studied lots of nurse practitioner level NICU books, volunteered, Mm -hmm. raised my hand every time to do every skill possible and tried to do all the hard IVs and everybody's central line setup. And soon I was getting the nod of approval from the seasoned nurses. And so um, moved up really quickly after one year, I know that's scary, um, becoming a charge nurse and a, a neonatal nurse. While I was in that role as a nurse educator, one of the things that I noticed was that our patient satisfaction scores for breastfeeding was historically one before the last in terms of ratings. I had become really interested in breastfeeding in the NICU as there was a little occurring in that um, area and the literature had suggested, as we now know, and I hope have come to be common practice, that breastfeeding in the NICU had major benefits. Mm -hmm. So I petitioned my director to take on breastfeeding in the NICU, and she collaborated with her labor and delivery director to pair me up with Maureen. And I would say the rest is history. We were both, I I always say below average height, but we were a (laughs) dynamic doer to reckon with. All I remember is the passion and dedication that Maureen brought to her work, which really allowed us to work together as a team, bring on other IBCLCs to where now breastfeeding satisfaction became the number one question um, in the NICU when I worked with her. And that made a huge impression on me. Because of that alone, we were successful just because of her passion and dedication. Maureen was the person who told me, you're taking on the Miami-Dade A1 chapter. And I will tell you, um, I remember it like it was yesterday because it was my first A1 chapter meeting. And so again, the rest is history. So definitely would love to elevate Maureen Paul in Florida as 
a passionate and dedicated nurse who sees no, no boundaries and works through challenges and collaborates in our space to really achieve great outcomes. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your story, Shakira. And, you know, as we come to a close, uh, are there any parting thoughts that you'd like to share with our nurses, our nurse members, um, ways that you'll be celebrating, you know, and honoring our nurses during Nurses Week? Absolutely. So I do have to share that just last Friday, I attended our first nursing research conference in person at UNC Health. And it was such a refreshing feeling. Can't wait to see everybody in June in Colorado. But one of the things that struck me is I heard from one of our CNOs, Joel Ray, we both um, realized that we enjoyed rushing, watching the sunrise. And many colleagues who know me well know that I get up at 4 a.m. every day. Yes. And it's the best part of my day to see the sunrise. Joe loves coffee and I like water. So sometimes, you know, if we get up and we're going to watch the sunrise, it's all dark. We might go get a, a cup of coffee or I might go get a, a cup of water. And sometimes we miss the sunrise, which is not great. But Joel made a striking analogy that I would want to share. For the past two years, we've been in the dark. The sun really hasn't risen for us as, a, as nursing professionals. We've probably been through one of the toughest times that we'll see in our decade. And these years were hard. However, I believe that we know the sun will rise. And so I feel that my job as a nurse leader is to help our nurses not miss that sunrise. So I'll be spending nursing week providing hope that the sun will rise again. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you for your kind words. We appreciate your time, Shakira. Thank you, Sophia. It's a delight to be here. Yes, it is for us as well. Thank you so much. And happy Nurses Week. Thank you. Happy Nurses Week to everyone. I hope everyone has a blast. We deserve this week after what we've been through in the past two years. Definitely. And we'll see you in Denver. Yes. Oh, my gosh. In person. Awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. This Nursing Week, I feel so grateful for the privilege and opportunity to provide care to pregnant people, birthing people, breastfeeding people, um, folks during the childbearing cycle. As a nurse and a midwife, I am really, really in a position of unique privilege to provide people with information, with education, with support, with care, with tools that they can use to achieve the birth that they want, to grow their families in the way that they want. And I'm just incredibly honored that they choose me. So thanks. All right, and you just heard from our very own nurse midwife, Paris Maloof Burry out in Davis, California. And earlier, we heard from Jennifer Helwig, our senior managing editor of Nursing for Women's Health. Thank you so much, Jen and Paris. All right, at this time, we are joined by Dr. Shawana Moore. Thank you so much for joining us again, Shawana. Thank you so much for having me. 
All right. My pleasure. So tell us a bit about yourself and your clinical nursing background. Yeah, so I am a women's health uh, care nurse practitioner. Um, I've been practicing for a little over a decade, um, specifically in uh, underserved uh, communities. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I had the honor and privilege to practice within Community Health Center within the Philadelphia area, as well as New Jersey, and more recently transitioning to uh, practice within the Atlanta, Georgia area. Okay. All right. So let's kick off, you know, um, part three of our Nurses Week episode. And I want you to just tell us about a nurse who's made a very strong impact in your life. So I would probably say there's not one nurse that made a strong impact, but multiple nurses, Mm -hmm. Um, one being a Mary Jane Sepoy. So she is historically known um, for her work in setting up a British hotel to care for wounded soldiers during the Crimean War in the 1800s. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mary uh, Eliza Mahoney, who's known as the first African-American nurse to graduate from nursing school. Um, Also, I think about other uh, nurses within other spaces, like uh, Hazel Johnson Brown, who was the first Black chief of the U.S. uh, Army Nurse Corps and the first Black female um, general. I also think of uh, people like Betty Smith-Williams, who founded the Black Nurses Association and was the first uh, African-American nurse to graduate from uh, nursing school at Case Western Reserve University. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people I think about from a, a policy or political standpoint is Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson, who was the first registered nurse actually elected to Congress and a first black female to serve in, as a ranking member of the Science and Space Technology Committee. Uh, and, and last but not least, I think of, about people like Beverly Malone, who's the first uh, African-American General Secretary of the Royal College of Nursing, and she served as the Deputy Assistant Secretary for Health within the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think about uh, multiple uh, nurses who have really impacted uh, my career professionally. Awesome. All right. And as we celebrate and honor nurses who are making a difference, uh, tell us more about your current work within the perinatal space. I know you do so much, um, especially as an A1 member, and I want to thank you in advance. Um, just tell us, you know, tell us more. Sure. So I, I had um, the opportunity to serve in, in multiple facets within A1. I had the opportunity to write uh, for our Healthy Moms and Baby magazine, a piece on respectful care to really help um, our birthing people understand uh, that their voice is valued and validated and should be validated within uh, their maternal health care. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I had the opportunity to actually work with A1 on a video production around Black maternal health and the importance of uh, equity within that space. Um, Also, other things that I've um, engaged with is uh, writing pieces on vulnerable and typically marginalized populations, uh, the women's and gender-related populations, specifically around uh, women who have been involved in the criminal legal system. Uh, So sometimes um, literature may not uh, take a deep dive into aspects of their care um, that is really needed. Um, So I wrote a piece for Healthy Babies and Healthy uh, Moms about uh, how they transition back into well women or well person care. Uh, Within a university space, uh, I hold an academic appointment at Emory University where I direct the Doctoral of Nursing Practice Program where I help, you know, make sure that our student population understands the importance of going into community spaces using the lens of equity to whether it be in clinical practice, whether it be in policy, 
or even research and even advocacy. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I would say is I am currently the chair of the National Association of Nurse Practitioners in Women's Health. So I had the opportunity or I had the opportunity um, to speak on topics at national uh, platforms and even international platforms about environmental health and its impact on a maternal child population. I've also had the opportunity to speak about um, birth equity within that space on national platforms and really have the opportunity to collaborate with other organizations um, with similar missions and visions when it comes to caring for diverse populations of birthing people. Awesome. Thank you so much for your work, Shawana. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Um, And as we close, as we come to a close, do you have any parting thoughts, you know, for our nurses? Um, How are you going to be celebrating and and honoring Nurses Week? And and just any any parting thoughts that you want to leave us with? So I think the most important thing for nurses to continuously recognize is that as nurses, we are leading within the healthcare space. And from clinical practice, from research, from policy, from education, we are pioneers in those spaces. And this week and beyond, we should celebrate the work that we do within that space and just really um, continue to contribute and to know that our work is impacting not only our profession, but really the communities of people that are impacted by the work that we do from day to day. All right. Thank you again, Shawana. Thank you for having me. All right. And happy Nurses Week. Thank you very much. All right.